Let's have you explain you the organization has a very unique title in the fact that it contains the word hospice. Yes. So exactly what does the organization do? Um, we do many things. Um, hospice is very unique. Uh, we're the only one in this area that actually does hospice. And hospice for animals is is different than hospice in a sense for people. Um, hospice for animals has, we have incorporated home euthanasia, where the animal that is suffering and terminally ill, there's no hope for that animal. Um, we bring euthanasia to the homes where um, the animals are relaxed. They can die at home. It's easier for the owner and it's easier for the pet. Mm-hmm. Um, we also help uh, with pending our, our, uh, our finance finances. We help, we can help with uh, medication for end stage. We can help with um, some financial things for people who can't afford it for their animal. Now, the other part of the name is Tracy's. Yes, Tracy was my dog. She was my first hospice patient. I took her home to die. And I thought it was very important. I did not want her to die in a a veterinarian's office. And she died at home. And how long ago was that? Oh, gee, 15, 16, 17 years, maybe. So it actually started then right after that? Yes, the organization started um, about two weeks after she passed. So when you went through this yourself, which any pet owner knows is a heart gut wrenching, heartbreaking thing that you just, but you were willing to then go ahead and say, I did this for Tracy and there must be others out there. Is that how it blossomed? It is. Yes, absolutely. Uh, It's so needed. It's so needed. So when you're involved in something like this, Denise, again, it's uh, it's such a uh, it's such a thing for to take on because you're almost reliving the same thing. Then do you? How does it work? Do well, you, are you the person that goes out there and makes the arrangements? Um, uh, Marty Marty Coomer is our coordinator. And he does a lot of the arrangements on the phone with the veterinarian, with the family. You know, we approach subjects like, what are you going to do with the remains? You know, we get that all in preparation before the actual euthanasia. Um, Now, sometimes we work with families for um, months before the animal is ready to be euthanized. And uh, we establish... Uh, a rapport with that family where they trust us, they call us, they, you know, they reach out to us for, for all different aspects of the animal's care. And uh, that's when it becomes emotionally draining. But um, so far we've, we've been good with it. But there's another aspect to your organization as well. Yes, there's actually several. One is uh, adoption and rescue. We uh, rescue animals. That's on a very minimal scale right now. We um, basically do uh, animal rights issues. We work with the district attorney's offices and uh, the police departments to um, 
get animals to safety uh, out of the animal abuser's hands. And uh, we, we, you know, it's a learning process as well for us. You know, we've learned a lot on the legal aspects of things. And um, we get them into uh, homes uh, when uh, we hold the criminal evidence um, when the animal is abused. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like animal rights activists, but we try to work with the law. And um, we've gained their trust. We've gained their respect. And uh, we'll go to any extreme to get that animal to safety within the realms of the law. And then when that happens, you then are able to, once a case is closed, you're able to find a home for that animal? Because, again, some of these cases can drag on for a long time. Yes, our our most recent case, um, that uh, hung on for five and a half years. We had bills of 71 grand where... Um, the volunteers, my volunteers, again, they are amazing, amazing volunteers. Um, they actually uh, went out and solicited. They did fundraisers um, every weekend, and we paid our veterinarians all of that money. Wow. So now we're free and clear for this particular case, but we're working on other cases as well right now. And I guess it, it, it is an interesting insight into that aspect because when you think of a criminal case sometimes there are animals involved just like there are children involved so would they come to you and say we need to have these fostered or how how would all that well, work usually we yeah there are times when the police will reach out to us in a particular situation um, there are times when we are watching for many, many months and trying to gain our evidence for the police department and the district attorney's offices so that these animals can uh, come to safety and that these abusers can be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And then do you you have to keep these animals? So um, Sometimes we do, yeah. Um, we had uh, 30 dogs from the recent case in Muzik. Um, uh, the, the majority of the dogs were in foster homes, and they're specialized foster homes that we pick and we inspect. And um, again... These foster volunteers and families are exceptional, exceptional, because they take on these animals not knowing if we're going to win the case or not, and they're going to have to give them back. And, uh, you know, they're just wonderful. They're just wonderful. There are very many wonderful animal people out there. What would you say at this, from what you've seen now, because you've been doing this for how long? Mm. 25 plus years. So you've seen a lot of changes. What would you say are some of the changes now that you're seeing with people and their pets, whether they're taking care of them, whether there's more hoarding issues? Um, it, you know, it just seems like things would change over all that time. I do think in the aspect of the law, it's starting to change with Libra's law. Okay, that was a new law that was passed. But unfortunately, that law is not clearly defined. 
So um, the lawyers have a problem having the felony stick. Um, but right now, the felonies are are our backbone right now. Are you seeing more hoarding situations? Um, I think you'll always see hoarding situations and puppy mills. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, the one in Muzik, he was a puppy mill. I mean, uh, these dogs were, uh, they were starved. Um, The four Weimarimers that we had from the Muzik case, they were starved. They were skin and bones. I mean, they they were very, very sick when we got them out of there. And um, it was the music police, the district attorney's office, the federal prosecutors that helped us get these dogs to safety. And then when you have to, as you said about the whole idea of, I know that's something I would love to, but would never be able to do to foster the animals, because you're right, you grow such an attachment. And it must be very, um, it, it must take a very special person and I know you mentioned them before, your volunteers. Yes. Where do they come from? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> and uh, the best part about it is most of them seek, seek us out and say, hey, I want to help. I want to be on the animal rights team. Um, <clears throat> some of them will say, you know, I, I don't want to be on the animal rights team. I don't want to see what you do. I want to just fundraise and help you to mm-hmm. do your work. And it's not only dogs. You've been involved recently in some, uh, at least one incident that uh, cats. Oh, yes. Any animal. Any animal we work with. And do you foster those as well? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we can. We haven't fostered any cats for criminal uh, issues. It's mostly been dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, we, we're open to anything like that. As far as the fundraising aspect is concerned, we may have some people who are listening today and saying, oh, I've heard of Tracy's Hope and Hospice. Yeah, we'd like to. How would, how do they get in touch with you and maybe either find out about volunteering, helping out? Do you have anything coming up in the near future that might be a fundraising? I know you've been doing a lot of things recently. Yes, yes. We, um, we do, we're doing a purse bingo in May, and that's one of our major fundraisers that helps us a lot um we have um something coming up at the steamtown mall pictures for pets and that's uh december 15th and that's from 12 noon until 5 and there will be many other rescues there um there will be dogs for adoption and things for sale we're having a bake sale a raffle we're raffling off a laptop computer that benefits the works of the animal rights team and uh, there's there's a lot coming up. Uh, you have a Facebook page. Yes, yes. You can reach out to us uh, through our Facebook page, Tracy's Hope Hospice. Um, you can keep up with our cases and our fundraisers on that page. We also have a website, and it's www.tracyshope.com. And... Uh, you can you can call us 570-457-1625. Denise, what would you like people to know before we let you go about what you've seen um, animals? What would you like to leave them with? Because so many people just think I adopt a puppy, I adopt a cat, I adopt a dog, I adopt any type of an animal, and 
at the, you know, we're getting into that holiday season too, where animals can end up being part of the holiday presents, but they stick around. What would you like people to know from your experience? Um, well, we don't adopt animals out the whole month of December. But you see what happens to them. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But, you know, I have to <clears throat> I have to say the rescues in this area, um, we all know each other, and the shelters as well, and they do not adopt out in December <clears throat> for that reason, because it is not a good thing to give a pet to somebody as a gift. Um, I, I believe that you have to bond with that pet, and that pet has to bond with you. And believe it or not, I feel 100% that the animal picks you. And to, to just pick an animal for someone else is wrong. You know, that has to be a personal experience. And be prepared to hang on for the long term. Right, right. Because an animal is old, because an animal is losing uh, losing. Uh, physical things their bladder and uh, you don't you don't give up on that animal you wouldn't give up on your parents don't give up on an old animal that's when they need you the most you're in there for the long run take care of that animal because that animal has been loyal to you and has taken care of you in more ways than one it's so important and we're out there hospice we can help you with that we can help you uh, get through all of the uh, the illnesses and and things that you encounter with an older pet. So once again, how do they get in touch with you? They can come to our Facebook page and uh, message us. Um, they can uh, call 570-457-1625. They can go to our website, www.tracyshope.com. They can donate on our website. They can mail in their checks. They can uh, attend our fundraisers. You know, no donation is too small. We have gotten older people, God love them, they'll send a card with $5 in it. It means more than anything, you know, because I know they're out there and they're trying to help us and that they love animals. And I can tell you do. Oh, yeah, they're my life. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.